to In the Borderlands, our cozy podcast cavern where we, two performance storytellers, Torgrim Mellumstender from Norway, Mikael Öberg from Sweden, explore creativity, mythology, and magic. And uh, we are starting a new thread in our podcast. Yes, yes, we are. On this day, when this podcast uh, episode is being released, is a full moon. Yes. And exactly one year ago, if you count the moons at least then... A lunar year ago. We started a project to go out and listen to the moon. Each full moon, we've been uh, going out looking for... um, Yeah, what? What have we been doing? Well, we have been, you know, um, the moon as it were, has always been this kind of, at least mythologically, this symbol for, for poets, for for artists, for uh, like this, a sense of, a, a symbol of, in a way, the unconscious mind, you might say, things that are hidden, but still reflecting the light of the sun. And it's also related, of course, to more mystery, the old pagan religions. But it's always been this kind of connective part, like a middle ground between the, the, the harsh light of the sun upon which you cannot look without becoming blind mm. uh, and and us. So we're able to see the sun's light reflected through the moon as well. And it has its own uh, card. Yes, in, in the, the tarot, tarot deck. Uh, exactly. Uh, it's number 18, I think. And uh, yeah, it has to do with, like you said, the unconscious or the subconscious, dream, intuition, poetry, but also madness. Yes. And loss of uh, borders. <laughs> from where we have the word uh, lunatic. Yes, yes. From um, lunaticus, of the moon or moonstruck. So it's been used in that sense of madness, mm. which is also something, of course, that is closely related to artistic practice and poetry, where, where it's like it's dangerous ground somehow that you you go out into the darkness to find something uh, yeah. and and uh, yeah y- you might but you also mm. might go mad <laughs> which which reminds me of this quote uh, is it joseph campbell who says that uh, the water in which the mystic swims is the same in which the which a madman drowns yeah yeah this or, is or, the I, is I, I think i've heard it's a sufi proverb maybe it's, probably I, I he, he, he might have requoted it from there so but it's yeah, still yeah. it's like a, it's like a nice saying yeah not yeah, for the madman of course but uh, no <laughs> <laughs> but so but, yeah. but it but it represents this kind of liminal space which yeah. of course we in our this podcast are very interested in uh, yeah, yeah, and and I also um, just wrote down a really short quote from Alistair Crowley uh, mm. pertaining to the card, the moon, uh, which is, this is the threshold of life, this is the threshold of death. All is doubtful, all is mysterious, all is intoxicating. Mm. Mm, not bad, eh? Yeah. The moon regulating the ebb and flow of our life as yeah. well. The water is within. And uh, and of course, all the... And you might say also that we now live in a more like a solar culture. Uh, we have a solar calendar, but before our calendar was lunar, which we still see some remnants of in the, how we calculate Easter and the lunar new year of the of Chinese culture. Mm. 
and uh, more like very very generally you might also connect more like this pagan goddess worship with the cycles of the moon the menstrual cycle the, the feminine while uh, the advent of solar gods has uh, at least from a very very solar linear perspective has uh, been seen to be connected to more the uprise of more patriarchal cultures as well yeah and so we are actually calling the, this thread the loony solar mind because uh, even though we have been using this year looking at the moon specifically and going out to bathe in lunar light to kind of get some new insights it's it's also um some of the insights and thoughts that have come up so it's also been related to the, the moon as didn't you say it once where, where was that from the moon as a regulator of solar power yeah is that something that came to you uh in, a, in a, or did you get that from somewhere else uh, this is a good question it's hard to know now yes, I, yes. in in these uh, dark borderlands <laughs> uh, but actually I think it had to do with listening to uh, an Aboriginal woman mm. uh, from Australia, and I think she was talking about this. I think that's when I really started to to like pay attention to this fact that in this Western like resurgence of witchcraft and, uh, and magic, uh, there's there's a lot of focus on the moon, uh, and she and she was a bit like well. Uh, I mean that's fine, but hey, the the power comes from the sun. Uh, mm -hmm. You need to you need to look at the sun. And then I started to think, oh wait, 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 wait. It's like like you were saying before that the sun is almost too strong. If you if you look at it directly, you mm -hmm. you need some sort of mediator. And then the moon uh, could take on this job mm -hmm. to give us just as much as we can take and somehow that becomes uh, uh, how do you say a teaching in itself yeah uh, that there is something there is this uh, boundless power somehow at the core mm. of life but uh, it's continuously being regulated into different mm. phases and there's something like inspirational in that in itself i mean mm. when you when you start to actually pay attention to what phase the moon is in mm. it's like the whole room so to speak that you're moving through changes and mm. uh, and can give you inspiration to think about things in a different way so it's not the same kind of energy i mean mm. it's just like day and night it does make yeah. a difference <laughs> it's also been inspiring to kind of really pay attention to the lunar cycle uh, mm. for yeah. once yeah uh, like uh, during a year because you're not really that even though it's very clear, <laughs> you're not really that aware. And and that was that's, it's a natural since cycles on the moon are so obvious. It's a natural way of of, of kind of like regulating the mm. the life and the year uh, before you had any kind of written calendar. Yeah, and uh, it's it was it's been interesting to also kind of somehow slightly reconnect to that that uh, consciousness or perspective or perception. Yeah, yeah. As well. it, it's something I have been like wanting to do for yeah. quite some time. And when we finally decided to, to do it, I, I, I've been the happier for it. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, this particular moon that we started with, the May moon, which is uh, sort of the same moon as we are in today, yes. 2021, it's been called, I mean, of course, these moons have different names according to different cultures. Like the the name we picked as a focus for this episode is the flower moon. Yes. Uh, which is, of course, related to the fact that this is the time when flowers bloom. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was the name that kind of uh, attracted us both, I think. Yeah, yeah. A part of, of this uh, exploration of uh, of the full moons have been to to look a bit at folklore, mm. these different traditional names for the for the full moons and and see okay, is there anything in this that uh, resonates with us? But also, I mean, I know we've both been just yeah, going out mm. uh, and seeing what we find. Mm. And I do remember when I was out on this first <laughs> moon mission a year ago, coming up uh, on this uh, small hill mm. and there really was a, a like a circle of flowers. So it really mm. looked like a moon on the ground, a flower moon yeah, on like the ground, in the moonlight. As above, so below. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I also remember it had been raining. Mm. Uh, and as I was walking along the road, I came to a slope and I saw the water had been running down the slope, gathering in a small pool of water. And the water was all foamy. Mm. Uh, so it made me think of frogs, of, yeah. uh, of frogs' eggs, of seed. Uh, and somehow... Um, yeah, in in my mind, it it became mm, like this um, magician or sorcerer who who wanted to reach a certain state of mind, which would be some sort of frog mind mm. that is fertile, that uh, leans into the water. It's like the this connection between the moon and water became very concrete mm -hmm. on on this moonwalk there are different mm. types of moonwalks i mean michael jackson did a pretty cool one but i think these are these are of a different kind mm. yeah you you do your moonwalks i do my moon sit downs ah, yeah. basically <laughs> yeah because i i went down to uh the the seaside or like or or the fjord side actually by the Os oslo fjord and um there's a place called cotton which basically means the cat probably has some other etymological meaning like a stony, uh, stony, stony beach, uh, like a stony coastline, a place where you can bathe. And I sat on top of these, uh, these kind of very smooth, uh, uh, like sea slick stone mound in a way. Just trying to basically listen to the moon because I couldn't see it because it was <laughs> it was totally occluded, overcast by 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 gray skies. And I had this image come to me of the moon as dancer. Like as a as a dancer, because I, I I was kind of looking for okay what type of type of uh, divinity would this particular flower moon be if I mm. search for an intuitive image, and what I saw was this was this woman like a moon goddess, but draped in this uh, gossamer kind of dress see through dress of starlight not only sunlight but starlight that had been reflected from everywhere in the universe not only because of because the moon as we know it of course mainly reflects the light of the sun but it also reflects in a sense it was as a feeling that it reflected all the light that mm. came that comes from the stars as well from eons ancient light and that there was this dance of reflecting this ancient light and me sitting there on the on the shore was also a moon she told me uh, reflecting this ancient light and i should dance with her that was really beautiful so i did at one point yeah uh, 
checking to see if anyone was there. <laughs> because yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I I know I'm a weirdo, but I'm not ready to. <laughs> no, no. But, it's, but it's but it's still so. Uh, so still I still tell the world now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I danced a lot. So I basically did a dance in the moonlight with with uh, this uh, impression that I had in my mind of this gossamer dress clad in ancient starlight. Uh, in a way, like a veiled dance, like you know, Salome with the seven veils. That she had all these veils. You could you couldn't see her body because she said she is occluded. Mm. I could just I could just glimpse in a way like Salome or like Ishtar as well. Uh, this 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 image of that type of of of, uh, of goddess uh, engaging with me. And and, she, uh, and usually during all these moons, I often got very personal. Related, related a lot to my personal life, um, mm. but of course that is that also has universality to it. Yeah. The moon is a mirror. The moon is a mirror, definitely, and that was very fascinating about that as well. Uh, but and of course I I wrote down uh, um, a text that came to me sitting there on the stone, and uh, yeah. should should I read some of that? Yeah, let's do that. The wailed one, gossamer threads spun. Thinnest fabric see-through star cape, the unrevealed, the unspoken flower. I am dance, dance of a thousand light years. I see you now, youngling, in all your glory. Oh, if only you could see how glorious you are. But your light is dim, occluded, as is mine. Hidden aspects are the most revealing. Dance with me, dance of a thousand suns, their light reflected on my starry cape, spinning a thousand yarns of worlds long gone and yet to come. Dance with me, please. May I have this dance? Red dragon whale sifting the sky for celestial plankton. Who are you? I am dance itself, the cosmic dance, reflected in a thousand mirrors, form, fluidity, and no form, movement, flow, and non-movement, ebb and flow, seeding old light, making flowers grow. The veiled goddess, she, who the fuck cares? If you knew me by my pronoun, I would cease to exist. I ask you to dance every day, every night, even though I am hidden from sight. I punch my dance card with those who are devoted. Dance again, please. Show me your light. Reflect the beginning of the universe back to me. I am hungry for your touch, light bringer, light reflector. When you let your heart shine, the whole world stands still. Has it occurred to you that it's not the sun's light we reflect, but your own? When you allow yourself to shine, dear one, Dance of a thousand stars spinning on the loom of life spun around me like gossamer threads unraveling the face of reality, unmasked, unready, unseemly, umbilical. What is a star but an unborn black hole? What is a moon but an unwanted star? Dance the eternal dance of seeding and growing and dying and rotting and changing. This is the dance of which I speak. This is the dance eternal. And you are the dancer. Dance with me. Dance.
So in a way, uh, you got this image of the, the moon as a deity, the moon as a goddess. And I think my moonwalk more gave me some sort of image of a, a human uh, and actually a man who was looking for the moon mm -hmm. somehow. So, so in a way, it felt like we, uh, we, found, we found two images that uh, could relate quite well to each other with this uh, magician trying to reach a fertile uh, mm. state of mind to reach the moon. Uh, and the flowers uh, also made me think about some sort of courtship. There's yeah, some sort of yeah. longing here. There is a distance and uh, there's a longing for this distance to be closed. That's the sense I, you know, really good sense I got as well. Almost like uh, I was speaking or being spoken to by the moon as as lover somehow or 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 um yeah like as a dancer mm. like a partner yeah. wanting to engage with me and that this is the time as well now that the spring is yeah. the flower things are flowering so of course that's the energy yeah. as well of, of of the time that we are and in. it was the start of this project also so i mean it mm -hmm. <laughs> it fits mm -hmm. pretty well <laughs> yeah 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 definitely <laughs> hmm. i tended to have the different images of the characteristics of the different moons that uh, they 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 did they did have different things to say and different tones mm. <laughs> this was quite mild and and gentle yes yes and uh, and uh, and engaging yeah 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 mm. and uh, i mean this is our plan now last year we went out under the full moon and we yep listened and we wrote things and we drew things and then we spoke about it afterwards. And now we are going to, on each full moon, uh, release mm. a podcast episode that has to do with that particular moon. Yeah. And I hope that other people will be inspired to go out and listen to the moon. It's a good thing to do. Mm. Dancing in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure no one watches. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, you lunatics. <laughs> <laughs>